And it turns out that China is buying, is coming to these refineries and buying silver. Now that's mind blowing to me. I've never, in all the years, I've never seen China coming into the market to buy silver. Hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics. And tonight is part two of this month's interview with Andrew McGuire, where he gets into JP Morgan, whether there will be class action lawsuits, what China is doing in the silver market, and much, much more. So here it comes your way now. Andrew, sure enough, as you can see here, I mean, there's the gold chart. <laughs> see the volume at the bottom. And there's the, and I actually said, I didn't have this pulled up before. So, I mean, it was just, it's not shocking to expect that when this happens. I mean, we see it every time. And uh, anyway, again, the reason why I appreciate, uh, as we've talked about plenty, whether in the book or your appearances on the show, um, you pointing a lot of these things out to me and others really led to my own research and you know, I don't know, maybe there is another explanation, uh, but I wish, you know, we have, all right, great, this fine that's paid that probably goes back to the Treasury. Maybe maybe J.P. Morgan submits the receipt to the Fed's discount window or gets, you know, uh, the Fed marks up, you know, what they pay some. Actually, here's a great one I'd love for you to comment on, because back in the... Uh, 2008, I don't think people really grasp that when these a lot of these mortgage bonds were no bid and the Fed comes along, pays 90 or 95 cents on the dollar. I mean, there's another de facto stealth QE and bailout. So it's like, it's great that, you know, the, the stuff gets fine, but does it, is this announcement going to change anything? Is, is this going to change anything? The, the, that JP Morgan, these banks got caught and paid a fine. Is okay. it going to change anything? No, no, because really when you think about it, um, what, what was the real, I mean, what is disclosed and what is real? Um, what is even, even less than a billion, but it, what is a billion dollar fine to a company that will make billions a month? Yeah. I mean, it is a slap on the wrist. And, and quite clearly, I think the, the biggest part of it is, is that uh, they've got to be good boys for the next two years um, to defer the uh, RICO charges. And they've jailed a couple of the guys, what they get, maybe three to seven years. Um, and, and really what you've done is how, how far up the chain do you go? Well, probably no further than, than, than you've already seen. Um, so really, because they've kept it to spoofing, they've kept the RICO charges kind of on the side deferred them and as i say so be good act, act like good citizens and you'll be fine um doesn't stop what's going on today and and i think that's why a lot of people thought well that's the end of that then it won't happen anymore but of course it's going to happen again um there's only one thing that as a wholesaler there's only one thing that will stop um a price moving too low and that is the fact that there is so much competition for bullion and there is there is a physical price and you cannot push it below that physical aggregation of bids and you know that brings to mind some very interesting a very interesting situation that we came across now there's been a lot of talk about china 
And uh, perhaps I'll talk about China for a minute here, because I think this is this has not been talked about anywhere else. And it's something which I think you need to be on the whole side of the market to even see. This is really important. There've been a lot of reports that China's off the boil. They haven't been buying much. In fact, they've been selling bullion as opposed to buying bullion. People have been redeeming it. Not true. And what what's actually been happening? And this is really interesting because we've got we've got a potential reset coming here. And it tells me that reset is actually coming a hell of a lot quicker than we thought. Now we already knew that China has been um, in the Dore bar business for a long time, i.e. eliminating the, uh, getting a, up to a 20%, even more, discount on their uh, Dore bars, shipping them into China. This is rapidly stepped up. Now what's happening is, is that the refiners in the traditional Western refiners here are now suddenly starved of Dore bars, cannot get enough Dore bars to refine. Why? China has taken a scoot, pretty much every African ounce, taking it, take, are taking it now, and this is, this is as of the last month or less than a month, started to move it into uh, China, are refining it in China, and where do you think this bullion's going? This bullion is, is part, I am absolutely sure, part of the PBOC's uh, attempt to, or, or process of uh, backing the one with gold. And you need gold. And of course, you're talking about the payment systems being disrupted. You're talking about a rapid move here. So I think that's interesting in itself. But what is even more interesting was yesterday, as a wholesaler, when we buy bullion and we have our own sources for bullion, uh, and obviously we don't disclose where they are because they're special. Um, but where we, what we do is we always come in and say, here's our minimum amount, probably here's the maximum amount we'll ever be allowed, but here's the minimum amount we want. And so we commit to taking those volumes as and when they come up uh, out of uh, the refinery, refineries. What's happened all of a sudden yesterday, we were called and said, by the way, we're reducing your allocation by half, tonnage by half. So if you want 20, you're getting 10. That's all you're getting. But why? Why? Well, you know, we, we, you, know it, it, you can do it because it's in the small print. You can, you, as long as we commit to, to buying a minimum amount, we'll always get a minimum amount and, and we specify the maximum amount. But to suddenly half what we're getting, and it turns out that China is buying, is coming to these refineries and buying silver. Now that's mind blowing to me. I've never, in all the years, I've never seen China coming into the market to buy silver. This is a really bullish development. And certainly uh, it's gonna really shake things up as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that certainly would, uh would be pretty interesting in a market where we've seen the SLV and trust editions. We've seen the COMEX deliveries. Um, and along those lines, uh, I know you, you were there at Silverfest. I appreciate you were there with us in spirit. We couldn't quite get you logged in. Although something I know you wanted to touch on, um, if SLV is really adding the metal that they uh, say they are and um, any thoughts on that? 
Yeah, Chris, and and you know, you know, a lot of discussion around this subject. A lot of people get heated about it as well. Some people defend it uh, vigorously and uh, simply because they're invested in it, probably. Um, but really, <laughs> so all I can do is give you what we see from a wholesale market and vaulting providers' view. And although the same is true for the gold ETFs, it's so much easier to look at silver because it's so easy to read these footprints because they're very small. So, and it's such a tiny market. So the question really is, I guess, there's really a twofold question. Really, are these thousand ounce bars physically delivered into the SLV vaults? I think that that is what people say to me. Yeah, but really, are they? Uh, and, and the other thing is, I think, is how much counterparty risk are you exposed to when you do buy SLV? So these are two very important questions. So uh, if you trust it now, look, a lot of asset managers are forced to buy SLV and GLV. Uh, simply, it's not in their, in their mandate to, to, buy any, to buy physical, which it should be, but it isn't. And, um, but these questions become very relevant uh, because we're witnessing some very unusual silver footprints, um, both in what we've been reported by the COMEX, but also these elephant-sized SLV dealings involving custodian JP Morgan. And we see JP Morgan coming up in gold now as the biggest, biggest issues and stoppers. But let's talk about silver for the moment. Um, look. We know, <laughs> I think you were the first to really pick up on the fact that the DOJ determined this bank on the 16th of September was a quote, a criminal enterprise. So, so really it comes back to this question, which people ask me all the time, well, that can't be true. Why, why is this criminal enterprise allowed to continue to provide market making services on the CME exchange uh, with, when it's under investigation? And fine now, since then, fined and charged. But worse, look, it's still sanctioned to act as trustee. I mean, the, the, to me, that, that is mind-blowing. And, and, and if you were an investor in SLV, I would be very concerned at this point. Okay, you can argue, okay, well, at least the bullion held by the ETF is audited. <laughs> but, you know, from direct experience, I guarantee it is not audited. Uh, and so, you know, with this question of integrity in mind, um, as a wholesaler and a vaulting provider, it raises a major red flag. And I think, look, I remember we did um, an interview with you in July, um, and, and we were talking about the inflows and the outflows, um, and, and for that, that they were made deliberately impossible to verify on the SLV bar list. And, and I think, uh, I gave an example, I think, in July, and, and if you go back, about, I mean, just in summary, basically, we received um, 630,000 um, ounce bars, uh, standard bars, we were, and they were receipted in, in Zurich, but they come from JP Morgan's local London stock. I think there was 900 uh, bars, but 630 come from JP Morgan. Uh, okay, so we thought, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's actually see if the, any of these sit on the uh, SLV bar list. It'd be interesting. Um, and it became pretty clear. Um, and it also became amazed, amazing to us that there's no PDF uh, 
a searchable PDF or spreadsheet. Uh, in other words, you've got to go through 7,800 odd pages to marry up uh, bars. And, and let's face it, we're talking about bars coming in and leaving every day. Um, so it, it's impossible that it's audited. And if there is a, a searchable PDF or, uh, or, or any form of a list, it has to be one that is not shown. It has to be somewhere, someplace. It's implausible that you could have a system that you couldn't search the bar number. And you know we're just scratching the surface here. So we've not even looked at the logistics of, of receiving, weighing 200 tons of inflows or outflows. Okay, there's five volts. So it's possible, but unlikely. Um, I mean, look, just to provide context, since my interview, our interview on the um, 2nd of September, I was in our vaults in Liechtenstein, I think the following week, and where we just received 20 tonnes of 1,000-ounce standard bars. Now look, this is our team, professional team. It took the team 12 hours to process these 643 bars, yet on multiple occasions we see 10 times that of these volumes arriving at SLV vaults on a single day. So that's say 6,430 bars. Look, even if you split this amongst this, the five volts that they have, uh, I just can't see how these bars can be physically received or removed in a day. And yet we're ex expected to accept the bar list is up to date and accurate. So, and, and look, our 7,000 square foot Kinesis Vault in Liechtenstein, it's a, it's a brand new state of the art facility. It's got far more space to handle bars than any other vault I've ever been into before. So, I mean, that pretty much, and, and, and also bearing in mind that we get these, these bars on a pallet, not like you see them in the UK, where they're stacked on top of each other. No, these pallets come in Euro form, where all the bars are laid out on a pallet, so quick and easy. You look at them, the serial numbers are on the end, and on the top, or if they're just on the top, you can read them without having to move bars. So we're talking about something, our processing time would be a fraction of what it would be in the traditional sense. Um, <clears throat> so really, that pretty much raises the second part of the question. What about your counterparty risk? What are you exposed to when you buy SLV silver? Because you know that you can actually short the product, you can actually short sell it, um, and, and you can short sell options on it. So, so really, unless you're one of the very few market-making bully banks, if you're looking to receive physical silver, 100%, this is not the instrument for you. And, and I'm amazed that some of the people that we deal with actually still believe that, that, that they can actually ultimately take delivery. Uh, and anyway, but look, ETFs, they, they obviously are the preferred instrument of many asset managers because obviously they, they, they can't get direct exposure perhaps. But, you know, uh, you know really, uh, although the, the performance is influenced by spot gold and silver, unlike physical gold and silver, these ETFs are susceptible to major counterparty risk, liquidity risk, management charges, and look, the on and off ramps. So this is the important part as well. The on and off ramps for SLV are in the form of unallocated silver. Therefore, especially given the smoke and mirrors accounting and the 
In the case of SLV, DOJ's comments regarding JP Morgan, questionable management, I contend there is a very real counterparty risk. And at some point, this physical server will sit on the balance sheet of an LBMA bullion bank. And let's just hope the reset doesn't happen when in that, at that particular moment when you try and get your SLV out. So all, all I'm saying is look, physical gold and silver held in your name, stored outside the banking system, it's the only way to mitigate counterparty risk. Andrew, I loved questionable management. That was very polite and delicate. Yeah, I mean, right, right in time for election season, the phrasing on that one. Uh, real quick, uh, before, uh, hopefully you can give us an update on Kinesis before we wrap up as well. Although, uh, last question for you. Any update on class action suits, what options are available? I mean, everything, probably everyone who's watching this right now has purchased gold and silver and been spoofed or paddled the wagon, whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, do you know of anything that uh, I'm certainly open to spearheading anything that I can from, you know, the fact that I able to communicate with people, but do you know of any options available or things that people can look into yet? Um, yeah, I know that they are coming. I know they're coming in um, this country. They're coming in the U S I think what may be um, perhaps they're waiting for, a couple of other um, um, uh, balls to drop, let's just say. Um, I think this, some of this RICO stuff, and I think we're also looking at jailable, uh, uh, some jail time coming down. I think maybe, I know that they're in, for, in play, but I don't know of any that have actually launched yet. I think, whereas I've always been a bit skeptical. I mean, I have actually been assisted in some of these um, uh, classes uh, as a witness. Um, and I think that one of the things that always worried me was that people get a few cents on the buck and the lawyers get rich. Um, in this case, and I think we talked about this before, in this case, Chris, look, you've got, when you've, we've never had a situation where an, an enterprise or an enterprise being called a criminal enterprise. And, you know, so I think this might set it apart a little bit and you may actually see some significantly more, uh, high, a significantly higher percentage come back. It's not going to take much work, I wouldn't have thought, um, to now prove that you had lost X, you lost it in this period Y, um, it was a part of the spoofing processes. They are caught doing it. Well, of course, where is, where's the, where's the counter argument? Where is the counter argument other than they might say, uh, the, the defense might say, yes, but that only proves spoofing. Yeah, well, there was actually RICO charges involved. And I think, I don't think they really will want to lift that stone too much because it's only a question of connecting the dots between why would you spoof? Um, the evidence that I gave, uh, I think uh, clearly came, it wasn't just spoofing, it was spoofing to obtain an objective. And the objective was a fix, a fixed price that was fixed within a few cents of where it was going to fix. So spoofing is 
just one of the tools. But as I say, we, it really annoys me when we, um, we see people arguing the toss and saying, yeah, well, it's just spoofing. Yeah, really. <laughs> what is I mean, it? <laughs> they were making a lot of money doing something that they, it was illegal. So somebody was losing a lot of money. Although for people who don't want to uh, play with JP Morgan and the spoofers anymore, Andrew, uh, great name for a softball team, by the way. So as an alternative, Andrew, where you, I know you've created a system where the gold that's there is not sold to multiple people. The silver that's there is not sold to multiple people. Um, can you give us a little on how things are coming along at Kinesis? Yeah, and after all, I, and I will say, look, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a director, but I'm, I'm just one of a, a really uh, amazing team. Uh, I mean, the, the skills are, are amazing. To me, I, 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 I'm in awe of some of the things these guys know and do. Um, look, um, I, I think, you know, we've talked about the reasons uh, and you're the, look, we don't need to talk about it. You, you, we, we're preaching to the converted here. We don't have to go over the reasons why uh, people should have exposure to gold and silver. It, it's really just a question of scale. And, and we've illustrated some of these um, these these uh, people that are going to film this, where we see bars from floor uh, across spread across massive areas. We see these these one ounce silver coins floor to ceiling. Well, is that the, these are to me. This is the this is where we should be. But look, it's clearly you cannot use your physical coins. And on on a day to day basis, I mean, it's it's something. Number one, I would really not want to actually part with it. But you know, but given the fact that if ninety plus percent of my um, assets are in gold and silver, I need to from physical cash, then I really need some way of of transacting that. And and really, because we're all trying to divest as much of our depreciating fiat currencies to invest the proceeds into gold and silver, but the process of having eliminated one counterparty risk to ensure you, it's going to make sure that you eliminate any other counterparty risk. So your gold must be easy to access and seamlessly tr transacted with. And, and the process of exchanging physical bars or smaller coins is really costly and, and really almost impossible. You can't go in and buy a uh, you know, a Starbucks with, with, a, with a silver coin. Number one, you'd have to clip a bit off because it's going to be so expensive, but it's time consuming and cumbersome. So a better solution had to be sought. And this is where Kinesis comes in. And, you know, this is obviously blockchain top technology has provided the rails, the, the trustless rails to digitize your gold into small enough units to use as an everyday currency. But to be sure that, of course, your primary objective is to make sure that you're not exposed to any counterparty risk, that everything that is that you do trade in is actually physically yours. So essentially all you're doing is converting your gold into a redeemable e-payment currency. Uh, and to do this, your title gold must be placed, as you say, onto the blockchain in your name, insured, and never sit on the balance sheet of any other institution. And once securely digitalized, you'll be able to spend, save, and hold that gold in ultimate liquid form. But, and, but the other important thing is to ensure the least price friction, 
when having to buy or redeem your gold for everyday use as a currency is you have to have it at a wholesale market price. And that's why I think that's one of the huge benefits of having the allocated bullion exchange back in Kinesis, well-established, multiple years of trading, physical market uh, experts, and really the liquidity is fantastic. So, you know, there are times when we see one and two tick spreads in silver. I mean, it is the, the you need to be in the wholesale market for this. So, look, that's not a facility available to the public usually. And, and so really, this is one of the really important things about uh, the Kinesis currency. It's one thing you've got to make sure when you go on, on and off the ramps that you're getting wholesale prices. So this is where Kinesis comes in. It provides all the security required to trust your gold. It's always titled to you, accessible to you, but it enables you to exchange your gold currency for any other currency or back to bullion in an absolute instant. Trust trusting that it is in uh, on the blockchain rail so furthermore uh, i think and unlike any other e-payment offering kinesis enables you to own a stake in the kinesis monetary ecosystem and, and just by using it you share in the yields generated and it gives everyone no matter how small or how large we talk about some big guys here but there's a lot of small guys that just want to invest a few grams, or if you're Indonesian, you might just want a few grams of gold or silver. But you can become your own central bank, no matter how small or large you are. And it's not just about insulating ourselves from a broken banking system. More importantly, it's about taking responsibility for ourselves and our families in all aspects of our lives. And gold does what it says on the box, as does silver both of which have served and protected government, you know, generations of us for thousands of years. So look, all we have here, what I've kind of described is, is, is how to escape a broken banking system and to sidestep uh, competitively depreciating fiat currencies, but at the same time to be able to be an integral part of the Kinesis monetary ecosystem where you share in the transaction fees enables all currencies to flow and and really it's shared back to you and i think you become part of the solution i really i would honestly suggest please go on the kinesis website have a look at how to mint how to become your own central bank it is so quick it's so easy and all you're doing is really spending the money that you would spend on other things yeah, Andrew, well, I sure appreciate that. And uh, fortunately, if you'd like more information or to open an account, you can find that, although <laughs> you don't have to type it in. It is kinesis.money, although both of those links are in the description field right below there. <laughs> so go check it out. Uh, I am a fan. I hear you have the, the debit cards coming soon, which yep. I am looking forward to so that actually be pretty fantastic i could really have oh, they're could go almost dollar free soon which is pretty <laughs> exciting to think about um so andrew appreciate everything you shared great talk as always uh i can only imagine and i guess since we were a week late this time and only three weeks to go who knows what will happen in between now and then although folks yeah. at home if you enjoyed hearing this great talk with andrew go ahead and hit that share button so that more people can know about what JP Morgan and the spoofers are up to. Andrew, uh, I will look forward to seeing you in about three weeks, sir. 
Yeah, I look forward to it, Chris. Hold up that silver coin before you go. Yeah, the silver Britannia. Let's get that back up there where, yeah, your, yours may or may not disappear as it gets closer to the screen like that. But Andrew, maybe you can send me your address. I would love to send you a Silver Britannia, as you see there, um, as well as some Got Silver gear. I don't know if you can see my Got Silver. Oh, yeah, got sil hashtag Got Silver. Yes, <laughs> yeah. love it. Go for it. <laughs> At Silverfest, someone uh, under the name Ben Bernanke, I don't know if it was actually him or not, um, he's thinking about making T-shirts that say hashtag just print. So... <laughs> um okay although that was good to me that we will pick up next time and uh thank you again for joining me folks again the link for kinesis money in the description below and there is more coverage of the markets coming your way so thank you again andrew and we will talk to you soon great chris be with you soon